Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. We're, we're back here tonight for a new episode of Married at First Sight. Man, what a season. What um, a season. This, this, this season. Uh, it's a lot. It, it is. <laughs> it's a lot to process. Before we jump into this, anything happening in the streets that you want to tell us about? Um, honestly, guys, there's not much happening in the streets. Um, I've been looking around... I haven't seen much. Uh, I haven't been oh. checking Bachelor just because I heard it's a snooze of a mm. season. So I haven't, I haven't seen been a lot watching. on social media about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why that's how I know it's a snooze. Um, mm. So I'm just like, <laughs> I guess no one cares. <laughs> um, and then with Married at First Sight, I haven't really seen anything. I've been checking. You know, we, we follow a couple of people on our Instagram page and it was kind of just mm-hmm. like business as usual, you know, eating, brunching, working out. Um, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Did you Did you catch anything, Jade? You know, I don't think I did. Yeah, it was a slow week. I don't know what happened in my life this past week, so. I mean, honestly, you guys, like, a lot's going on in the world, so, like, I, I mean. Ooh, yes. I don't really. overtaken. Yeah, I don't really know if, if you know, I would have noticed anything. Um to be honest, it's just, you know, the world's burning. So <laughs> let us know if y'all notice something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's probably nothing to report. Okay. Yeah, nothing. Let's get into this episode. This is episode nine for this season. Um, it is called Is Love on the Table? Oh, <sighs> Mystical. Um, we kind of kick off with the regular introductions of these brief snippets of everyone just living their lives. Katina says she's going grocery shopping. <laughs> she feels the need to tell us that she's doing this. I guess this, I was like, why are you telling us this? This is so weird. Just assume most people grocery go shop. to the grocery store. Um, whether, it was so weird you know. when she was like, yeah, I'm not used to a man wanting homemade food cooked from scratch. I'm like, Katina. <laughs> I feel her, you know, like, okay, she eats out. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get it into it. Because it just like... doesn't seem to be any compromise here about, like, <laughs> why don't they go eat out together? Why can't they do that? Have they gone out to eat? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, but it seems, the... um, you know what, let me just save. I'm going to save my commentary because I have a lot to say about Okay, this. we'll get to there. We'll get to there. Anywho, Noi, our friend Noi, she's cooking some bacon. She says she likes it crispy. Um, apparently the objective of this few days or this episode is for the couples to plan special dates for each other as a way to connect. Mm-hmm. So we get that information from one of these experts who narrates <laughs> the show, um, just kind of tells us what's happening without actually being engaged. Right. Um, we start off with Noy and Steve. She, my notes are really abbreviated this week, y'all, because... 
Uh-oh. I was live tweeting. <laughs> oh yeah, you were. Yeah, you did a great job. Honestly, your our tweets are the only ones like I really see when I pull up Married at First Sight. Like they are like they're they're at the top. So you did a great job. Oh, thanks. Y'all people really liked it. some of these tweets. I saw that people were like, mm, you know, like I was getting some likes. traction. I was feeling. Some have more than that. You were, um, you were feeling it, huh? You were in the groove. So as I was tweeting, tweeting and note taking, you know. That's if I rewound the show and then like played it again, I could take thorough notes, but you know, Who's I'm here for y'all. That? So <laughs> y'all kept me engaged with Twitter. So I feel like I know what happened. Um, however, and Steve, they, um, she set up this little scavenger hunt for him at the park. There's clues. She's at the end. Um, everything is real per usual cute with them. Did you get anything else from that scene? Um, yeah, she just says that um, she appreciates Steve and she sees where she can make improvements. She didn't say where, hmm. but she says she can see where she makes improvements. Those are, so. That's her business. You know, she... Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, you know, there's that. Um, there's so then scenes I be- are kind of... Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> there's not much content there. Something not, I don't know, just not really connecting there. Um, I believe we move forward with Lindsay and Mark. <laughs> Mm-hmm. really interesting scene i've got quite a few notes here um <laughs> Lindsay says that she is very irritated with mark and she wants him to apologize to her and give her more affirmations um she says that she's waiting for the next explosion so they're eating some sort of strange food i don't know if, i don't know what they're eating I oh it was eating my steak. goodness i think it was like asian fusion <laughs> i couldn't even tell it just looked like a whole bunch of noodles sure. i saw him sauce. like Bring it in the door. What he had looked recognizable. What she had, I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, what is, is this? And then he put like a lot of Sorry salt if you pepper. recognized it. He, I just saw this scene of him just just drenching the food with salt and pepper. I was like, wow, I, I haven't seen anyone pull out the salt and pepper shakers in a minute. Um, well. So they're having a very tense meal. He's trying to kind of like have a conversation. She's giving him one word answers. Mark says in his confessional that they are not meshing well. Uh, Mark asks her if she feels like she was out of line last night. <laughs> this was at the bowling alley when she exploded. Um, she says that she is not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're just going there. Do you feel like he was out of line? Goodness. Um, she says that she does not think that she was out of line. Um, she says that he's a Debbie Downer. He never has any fun. He never gives her any affirmations. She's trying to be supportive of him, and they have great times, but then he does something, and she doesn't know who he is. She says again that she's very upset with him. He says same. She feels like he doesn't know who he is, and that he is, she's taking on his toxic sludge. My goodness. She says his life is in chaos, and he says it really isn't. <laughs> Lindsay says that she needs him to come to his senses and remember that there is another person in this marriage, and she keeps putting herself second, but that stops today. He needs to earn her. She says, that's not Mark, that's Mark on camera. Mark says that she isn't aware of the things that she says or how she makes him feel. She says she's always trying to be kind and empathetic and that he's going through a hard time, but she is frustrated because he is sabotaging himself and treating her poorly. She feels unappreciated and cared for, 
I don't know, you guys. We just keep going back and forth, honestly. He says that. That's what I was going to say. I feel like she talks too much. Even trying to recap it is like, he says, she says. He says, she says. Like, all of my notes are honestly just paragraphs of, like, her and him talking. And so to sum it all up, like, they're just not meshing. And she's, I don't know, there's, I feel like there's, there's there's some things that could be done on both sides here. Mm. Do you um, think he should apologize to her? Okay. So mm. I do feel like at the bowling alley when Katina like rolled her eyes or something and she asked her like, why'd you roll your eyes? If my spouse was there and someone rolled their eyes at me and I was just like, why are you rolling your eyes? I would kind of want my spouse to, to also be like, well, yeah, why is she rolling her eyes? Like, I mean, like, I, I don't really but understand. we know though. Well, yeah. I mean, we do know, but like, <laughs> I don't, I, I think maybe it would have been helpful if he would have like kind of been on Lindsay's side a little bit or just been like, you know, hey, you know, Katina's just, you know, Katina, let's just focus on us. Like he kind of, mm. he wasn't as supportive of her, I guess. So maybe she may have felt like kind of alone, maybe, or like he was taking her side, taking Katina's side. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't want to feel that way in a marriage. So maybe he could have just been like, hey, you know, she's just tripping. Let's not worry about it. Let's just enjoy our evening. You know, like just as one spouse might do. Um, and so I think maybe that's where things kind of went wrong. <laughs> mm. But then on Lindsay's side, like, I'm very confused. Is Mark's <laughs> life in chaos? Like, are we seeing some things that because she keeps saying that, you know, he's toxic sludge. His life is in chaos. Like, what's going on? I think she just likes to beat and batter him. She likes to, like, <laughs> she likes to shrink him. Even though he's not saying his life is great, she's always reminding him and everybody else <laughs> that he's shit and that his life is shit. But where her. is she getting that from? Is it just because of the bed bugs? <laughs> like, I don't understand. You know, I don't... Bedbugs can't cause all this. I think Lindsay truly feels like she is better than him. Yeah, like that's, you that's should tough. be, you know, glad to be with me. You need mm-hmm. to be supportive of everything I do. And even like this whole thing with him and with her and Katina last week, I feel like I'm, I could be misremembering, but I feel like he previously addressed it with her on multiple separate occasions to like just don't engage with Mm -hmm. her yeah like this is the plan for us as a couple she's not gonna say anything to you you don't have to say anything to her she might make a face she might make do eyes whatever you don't have to say anything to her i don't know know i don't know i don't know if he really explained it that well though well i don't think they're having you know those kinds of conversations probably because she's explosive i mean and honestly like she literally said i've taken on your toxic sludge like Mm -hmm. is 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 there something we're missing like i'm just i just don't understand i'm alarmed i mean like is there more to the story is his Mm, life truly in chaos (laughs) well this is harsh language this is very harsh this is tough and i mean their communication, as Mark does say, he says they both have some communication issues. Lindsay says it's not just the communication for her. Like, she, I feel like she can't even own her own shit. Like, she, it's, it's all him. Yeah, she gives me um, a lot of, like, mountain out of a molehill. Like, when mm-hmm. things aren't going her way, then she's tearing everything down, hates life, 
you know, hates him. Yeah. She just wants to be miserable if he's not doing the things that she wants him to do, mainly have sex with her and tell her that she's the greatest thing to ever happen to him. (sighs) Maybe he doesn't feel that way. Maybe it's not real. I don't think he does feel that way. So it's a very interesting conversation with them. Um, It's also interesting that she doesn't feel like she needs to... uh, She's doing everything right. She doesn't feel bad about the night before like she just mm-hmm. you she know she didn't do anything wrong. you stand by everything that happened you going to the bathroom screaming <laughs> causing a scene you stand by <laughs> it appears okay that girl she does <laughs> i mean it's a matter of, as soon as he sees that i mean there's no way i mean they're not gonna make they're not but gonna he make heard it. her he was sitting on the steps and heard i think her. <laughs> i think he heard her screaming i don't know if he necessarily heard okay. like the words but like they're they're not gonna make they're done they are so I feel dumb. like if this is how she acts on camera, I hate to see her off camera. She probably reads this man to film a couple times a day. <sighs> Poor guy. <laughs> He's in an abusive yeah. relationship. Well, speaking of abusive relationships, oh. we transition into Jasmina and Michael. Do you want to take us through that? Because I've got thoughts oh. as well. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so this scene, Michael has planned... Um, a picnic for Jasmina and her dog, Mr. Feeney. Uh, we also got a brief clip of Michael making this little bandana for her dog. Oh, that was cute. Previously, you know, whatever. Um, so they're sitting on the on their little blankets. He brings this basket. She thinks, you know, it could be stuff for her, but it's actually like gifts for the dog, all kinds of toys and treats and bandana so and stuff like that. It is very sweet. And he says that um, he knows her dog is very important to her. And so the dog's going to be very important to him as well. I thought that was like right in the feels because y'all know how we are about our dogs. Mm-hmm. Take them very seriously. I was like, he gets it. <laughs> he does get i'd still be hesitant like but look like yield to me because it's yeah. my dog but yeah anywho he gets it he's making an effort which i think is appreciated mm-hmm. he asked her some version of uh what's the best way to speak with her and mm-hmm. she's like well just communicate with me just talk to me um mm-hmm. <laughs> which i don't think gives him any more clarification than he initially had okay. she goes on her soapbox about this idea of quote unquote basic communication. She says that's needed um, for them to, in order to have a relationship, but basic, he, you know, counters back and says that basic communication isn't, there's no like basic communication. What works for her and how she grew up communicating may be different from him Mm -hmm. and how he communicates with his family, loved ones, friends, whatever. She doesn't have any time for that because she feels (laughs) like there's a, (laughs) a standard way yeah to communicate and it's it's her way yeah it's her way and you know y'all were on twitter about this tone and all all this calm down these things it's 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 tough so yeah that happens to um she tells him that he's getting annoyed and he's like i'm not annoyed she's like well just calm down just calm down all we need to look michael just talk calmly to me and like over controls the situation a bit oh god i don't know if it's if they're sweating because it's hot or if they're sweating because, like, this is... Michael looks distressed. <laughs> <These> <laughs> they're men. in Boston, so there's no way he's sweating because it's hot. 
That's a good point. And this was filmed maybe was, towards the end of summer. Yeah. I mean, maybe he could have been warm, but I would have been hot as in hot. Like, you got me out well, here. Well, she like, was I'm, sweating as well. So that made me think, like, maybe it is hot. I don't so. know. I mean, she was talk, talk, talking. So, you know, I don't know. Let me stop. <sighs> you know, she, <laughs> we heard from him kind of after this, or they inserted a clip of him speaking to us after this. And he just mm-hmm. seems like, um, you know, a very deflated, defeated <laughs> person. Um, trying to do this nice thing for her. Also, one of the things I always noticed in this scene is, you know, the body language just isn't great. She's not really looking at him. All her attention is on the dog. His attention is, like, on the dog, too. They're kind of sitting perpendicular to each other, which isn't isn't very engaging. The body language just isn't there. It was, like, two people who are comfortable with each other. Um, so it's, 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 it's rough. But Michael is trying. <laughs> he's trying to win her over, and it's she's not gonna happen, a hard She just doesn't smile a lot not saying that women have to smile but she's she's just not very like engaging (laughs) i like honestly like out of all the people on this season like she's probably like the one that i just really dislike the most Mm, like that's i feel like i I really liked her initially yeah i really liked her the first episode or like the the marriage episode and then ever since then Mm -hmm. like it's just been a consistent like downward spiral of like her behavior like I feel like she thinks that because she's so pretty, she can just act however she wants. And maybe people have allowed that. But she's a fucking brat. Like, just her talking to him like that and, like, well, it's just basic, you know? It's it's just basic conversation. Like, he was actually making sense. Like, not everyone he was like, I'm asking you for help with this. Right. She's like, just talk to me. Just talk to me. I'm like, girl, you know what? I've been like, actually, don't even worry about it. We're good. You don't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about it. I mean, he's got a lot of patience, and I just I just feel badly for him. I think he really <laughs> believes in the process and really was mm-hmm. trying to make it work. I think he sees where there could be compatibilities. Yeah. But she is so incredibly guarded that... Is that what it is? I feel like it is, and... I, I mentioned this while I was live tweeting. I was like, what do we actually even know about this woman besides the things we yeah, know from true. her introduction package? She has not told us a single thing. We'd never see her like, like she's just very on book all the time. Yeah. That's um, true. She's not giving me any vulnerability, any emotional depth. It's just, she's like a robot. And so, yeah. well, and even with the thing about like the smile, like I'm not saying that all women have to smile, but like, it's just that meshed with her attitude. Like, I'm just like, do you, are you enjoying Yeah, life? she doesn't seem like she's enjoying anything. <laughs> are you happy? <laughs> I just can't even tell. Even when she's with, like, just the girls, she's not yeah, looking like, Yeah, she just be looking. I'm be happy and kikiing with everyone. Scowling. She's like, I'm like, are you okay? Why am I here? Like, I feel like I got more from Mirla last season. <laughs> right? Like, more just personality it just doesn't make any sense so i just i don't know i just yeah. i feel bad for michael but unfortunately the, sh- the ship has sailed so yeah. it's, it's on the water it's yeah, going it's going so we transition into katina and lajuan um they are in the kitchen where you know where where the magic happens where they goodness <laughs> where the, the magic could be happening um elijah has a do-rag on um <laughs> 
He looks much better with this do-rag. He, if he could keep the do-rag on 100% of the time, because the things that are happening underneath are quite troubling. Um, so and apparently came for him all that, over the Twitter. Because his hairline, I was like, we'll, we'll see we it later on. We talked about it before, but I didn't realize I like, this many people agreed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I know felt the same way. Because so. in, in, in another scene, it gets crazy. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> just, just start all over shit. Um, so Katina, you know, is, I don't know, fiddling around. Um, and she, you know. <laughs> she had made some plantains. Plantains. Uh, plantains. They say is that it's what plantains. she said? <laughs> no. <gasps> the streets have Stop said it. it's plantains like mountain. Plantain. I'm not like, understanding. This is what the island folks have said. Okay. Plants. All right. Plants. Um, cool. Um, so apparently. She is trying to make some. <laughs> And he helped her cut the... I mean, I'm confused because when I've made plantains or plantains, <laughs> what did I... I don't need help. I, I don't know what she needed help with, y'all. I don't know. Um, so it, she's, Was it cutting it? They're not cutting that the tough. Skin? They're not that tough, Jade. I don't, cutting I'm, the actual meat of the fruit? Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so <sighs> she says that, you know, they had a rough last night and this morning. They were upset with each other. And we get some cam footage of them. We don't actually see oh, them. Oh, yes. Um, but we hear them kind of like, I don't think they were arguing, maybe just talking, you know, um, passionately. It sounded like he was arguing. And he was saying, the shit that I ask you to do, you don't do. Um, you troubled me. Yikes. Excuse me? That's tough. He, he, she troubles him. So then he asks her, what is, what is the definition of a wife to her? He says, maybe we have two definitions. Oh, well, of course you do. Elijah y'all are two different people. So yeah, you got two different definitions. She says that it's someone who's a partner, a support system, um, and someone who she can truly, you know, lean on and support on. He says, she says that it seems like he wants her to cook more and he feels like not cooking and not, you know, doing like cleaning or stuff are not um, what a wife should be doing. He says that when they had the housewarming, when everyone was leaving, he was like, hey, let's clean up together. And she said that she only wanted to clean half the floor. Okay. And so so then oh. we see footage of him cleaning the floor. I'm, we got to talk. What is okay. half? What's half of a floor? Now, <laughs> I don't think we actually got her take on this, but. She didn't say anything. She's not, she not helping me out. I'm like, Katina, help Did me. Did she help say. You. She only wanted to clean half the floor, or did she say, like, I'll do the kitchen, you do, like, the living space? I don't know, girl, because all I saw was him swipe, swiping away of that floor. And I'm I didn't sweeping. See, I didn't see her at all, so... I'm well, confused. he told her to go to bed, so this is the thing, like, okay, you told her to go to bed, but then you're mad about it. Also, I can't... I was thinking about this planting thing. Did she ask him for help, or did he be know. like... It, it you made, need my help. Let me show you how to do it. I don't know, girl, because who needs help? It's just like, I don't understand. He I, feels I need like more he needs to show her how to be an adult. But she's not like, but the thing about her is like, she's not saying a lot. So like, she just be like, staying silent and letting him do his thing. And I'm like, I need to know what you're thinking, Katina. Like, are you, are you agreeing with him? Like, is that what Katina really happened? Katina is dissociated in these moments. She is not with us. But because even about the housewarming thing. At her. 
Like even with the house mm-hmm. and everything, like I can understand being like, hey, let's just let's clean up. Like, why would we go to sleep yeah. with this house looking a mess? And then she in the back sleeping. I, I don't understand. So like I need her to explain to me like what's really going on. And so Elijah his confessional. He says that he doesn't want to help someone grow individually. He, you know, wants a wife, not a girlfriend. Wow. She says that she hears him. And Katina says that she wasn't expecting that she wasn't going to be meeting her spouse's standards. So I don't know, you guys. I, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I don't have enough information to, like, make a good judgment about this. Because is she just not doing anything? Like, what? I don't, I don't understand. Like, what's happening? I don't get the impression she's not doing anything. I think she, she's, like, comes across to me like someone who's just, like, paralyzed and can't. She's not acting because he's throwing so much at her. I think we're on day 17 of marriage at this point. And he's giving her this feedback. You're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. You're not doing Mm -hmm. enough. You're not doing enough. And a week of that was, what, the honeymoon? Yeah. Where, so, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like his expectation is that, like, the house is clean every night before we go to sleep. And that you will, you know take initiative to do that or take initiative to cook like I won't don't have to tell you to cook like you should just do it um and so I'm curious if it's the initiative piece that's missing from him like him asking her to do these things mm-hmm. or having to remind her to do these things that he feels like he's parenting her but I feel like he could definitely present it better whatever his yeah. whatever his concern is and he could be more patient and tolerant with her because she ain't never been nobody wife before she definitely ain't been your wife before yeah um, and i guess i don't know i guess I, I hear what you're saying and i think like because i do feel like he has like tried to like improve like during the relationship i do think he's made some improvements and taken some feedback and i guess maybe he's feeling like maybe she's not doing it at the pace that he would like maybe mm-hmm. um yeah but i feel like again like i feel like just some really efficient communication would really solve some of these problems and again like maybe it's because she is like just kind of checking out but i need her to check in <laughs> so that we so that they yeah. can talk like they need to be able to talk this out and she keeps just kind of being deflated i'm like no i need you to I, talk to this man so that he'll get off your fucking back yeah she needs to talk to him. I think he he seems difficult to talk to. Uh, truthfully, I don't know if I would be very willing to talk to him. He's just very insistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel um, like, I don't know. I feel like with the right person, like, I feel like there's no way that he'd be, be able to, like, talk you into that shit of, like, well, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like, it's yeah. just, like, there's absolutely no way. So, like, I just, I, I hate that, like, her coping mechanism is just to kind of just, like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It it's, just it's, sucks. It's not great with them, too. Um, we get a brief snippet of some people eating, knowing Steve and Jasmine and Michael. Everyone has takeout. <laughs> Michael has a really nice big <laughs> salad, and Jasmine has great. a big fat burger. I don't know where they're getting their food from, but it looked good. Mm. Um, apparently, the experts have gotten production to leave these topics to discuss some deeper mm-hmm. deeper things to talk about and so everyone's gonna do that activity one way or another they're gonna try to 
to talk to each other about things. Uh, we start with Noi and Steve. Noi is... I guess they had some they had some food too. Oh yeah, they did have food. She had a boba. Mm-hmm. Um she's really enjoying that. Um the first question is have you been in love before? Noi says once. And uh Steve says he's been in love several times, which is interesting. But not that interesting cuz he's 38. Yeah, so. he's almost 40. Yeah, and he talks like somebody who's been in relationships before. He seems, like, very confident in himself, so mm-hmm. not the most surprising. Um, next question is, what do you think it takes to fall in love? She says it's how a partner shows up for her in the bad moments, not just the good times. He says for him it's feeling comfortable addressing love and, like, wanting to say I love you. He says there's other things to get to that point, but, like, that's how he knows or he figures out that he's in love um so noi you know gave her a little gave her an inch and she's like well are you getting comfortable now like are you getting comfortable addressing it and he's like we're coming a long way we were making it and she's steadily like trying to get this i love you from him um so then we hear her say that she's worried that he's putting off his feelings for her and he's no longer going to feel that way because he's putting it off so the feeling will just evaporate somehow which i think really speaks a lot to her insecurities of why do you think just because he's not saying that he loves you that he's gonna stop like he won't love you Mm. you know what i mean why do you think he won't feel that way anymore like you're gonna do something is that what's happening Sorry. I just don't know where her concerns are coming from there. Delusions. Um, she's like, you know, you better say it while you feel it or else you're not going to feel it anymore. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> she's such That's a what fool. I got from that. Like, she's such an idiot. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, well, you know, you got to tell him now. We don't have time to waste. Like, I don't really understand what's happening. <laughs> then she's like, yeah, it's just yeah. so scary to think he's not comfortable with saying it. Like, no, like, is that what you heard? That's what she heard. That is what she got from what he said. He doesn't feel comfortable, and so she needs to make sure that she's doing things so he'll say it. I don't know. It's weird with them. Yeah. Do you want to take us back to... Yeah, well, back again with Katina and Olajuwon. (laughs) Um, So I feel like this is the same day. Because they're in I the think same so, clothing. Has a do rag on? Yeah, he yeah. got the same do rag on. So I was like, I guess this is immediately after they just had that. Somebody <clears throat> slid in the exercises so they could right. do that. So um, Katina says, um, "What do you need to fall in love?" He says, "Devotion, commitment, and loyalty." Katina says she needs someone who supports her, who is loyal, understanding, patient, and someone who is her best friend, the first person that she calls when you know she thinks of something. Blase, blase. She says in her talking head that she sees the potential there, but they need to focus on the emotional connection. She doesn't want to end up hurt and she doesn't want to feel stupid. Um, Elijah makes a comment about how she doesn't cry and how, you know, it's weird and humans cry and she's not human if she doesn't cry. Something stupid. Um, <laughs> she says that she cries, but it's in private. Uh, apparently her ex like used to make her cry all the time and then he was verbally abusive and when she would cry he would like use that against her 
And so ever since then, she like, she just like doesn't cry. That is so sad. Um, Olajuwon gives us a Pinterest quote. Um, Don't let anyone dictate your future. You're human. You can cry. He also says in his confessional that Katina training herself not to cry means she's a strong, independent woman. But she's what the hell? But okay, but she's a strong, independent woman. But she's sheltered, and that could stop us from expanding in our marriage. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. How did he get from that? that she's she, because she doesn't cry. She's, she's strong, strong, independent woman. This is the same thing her ex <laughs> is saying. Because you're crying, you're weak. D-E-N-T. <laughs> and then, like, this whole sheltered idea. I don't even How know. Are you One has to do with the other, but sheltered. And then like, sheltered. what the fuck are you she's saying? She's sheltered because she doesn't cook for him? <sighs> Elijah One says that he definitely likes her. He said falling in love is very strong language. He's not going to say that. Love is not on the table for him, y'all, because she doesn't cook. He says in his confessional that he doesn't know enough about her to fall in love. They need a connection. Okay, fine. That's fair. Um, Katina says that if she expresses herself more and it's less guarded, she thinks that that would help him. And Olajuwon says that so many women have said those things to him but haven't taken the action. You got to step to Olajuwon, okay? If you want him, you got to cry, you got to cook, you got to clean. You have to do all the C words um, until he deems you worthy of his love. So that's where, we, that's where we're at on that. So this man is sitting here at this table to her face telling her <laughs> that he likes her. He really, you know, appreciates her, whatever. But he wouldn't <gasps> say it's love. Love is not on the table for him. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't a whole marriage. Is she sitting there like trying being a silent observer, listener, mm-hmm. nodding her head, and then I think she tries to say something like, "We'll get there. We'll work on it." Like she says something right. mildly encouraging. Yeah, but I'm not sure if she believes that because he's not giving you anything to work with here. I mean, I don't. He's not really, even looking at her. I honestly don't really know why. Like this love conversation is happening. I get that this is an accelerated process. It's two weeks in. I mean, I'm sorry, three weeks in. Um, I think we've got some other things to, to discuss other than the love mm-hmm. thing with Katina and Olajuwon. And honestly, quite frankly, all these couples, like we got some things to, to communicate about before we even get to that point. Um, Olajuwon clearly, you know, I don't know if maybe there's some trauma in his life about the food. Maybe they were, you know, maybe he was malnourished as a child or they didn't have enough food in the house or... I think I somewhere along the line, someone was saying that his he lost his mom when he was young, and I don't he, know if that's impacted. Olajuwon? Mm-hmm. His that's, white mama's still alive. Where did she go? Why is he <laughs> caught up on this know. whole cooking and cleaning thing? <laughs> I don't know. What TV shows was he watching that he was like, people need to cook and clean for me? Or maybe they didn't have a lot of uh, money, and maybe the food was scarce, and... Is that why he was eating peanut butter bread? uh, Maybe. (laughs) Well, why does he think Katina gonna come along and like? Because she's the the woman, and she's you know got that nurturing womanly. She's gonna just take care of him. Yeah, she's a nurturer. You know, women nurture. I don't know, but it's just it's madness. So y'all just Elijahwan. I don't know. Cooking, cleaning, cleaning, and cooking. There is a uh, a Webby song. where he starts off, he's like cooking and cleaning and cleaning and cooking. She be constantly. Oh, There's bad words in there, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <some other laughs> okay. Thing. All right, move along. 
<laughs> Move along. It's a great song, though. <sighs> okay. We're going to leave Webby where he at. And, uh, yes. We go back to Jasmina and Michael. Uh, apparently, they haven't been really communicating besides, like, How's Jeez. going? Great. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. But we, it's not funny. we see them sitting at the island, um, eating their food. She asked More him take how his out. day was. Yeah, their takeout. She asked him how his day is going or how it was. And he says that it's the anniversary of his brother's passing. So he went to the cemetery today. She's like, oh, I wish I would have known. Um, Why? What she was going to do? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, you were, you're at work. It's, it's fine. But like, we ain't there. So I don't know. I'm, you know, I agree with you. So his brother, Vladimir, passed, I don't know. 98. I think. 98. Look at yeah. you. Good details. <laughs> um, so it's I, been I, a while. I have, this, I have the story. I don't know if we need to share it, but apparently. Oh, it's not this scene. So. Oh, that's not the scene? Oh, okay, good, good, good. Mm-mm. We're not there yet. Um, so he just tells her about it, and they go right into the questions after that, because, again, there's not that much that much conversation happening between them. She just says she wishes she was there. He says you were at work, whatever. Um, with the been in love question, Jasmina says she's been in love three times in a possible um, she said they always treated her right and made her feel good about herself. So I got very egotistical vibes from that. Um, Michael says that he's been in love once and a possible and his possible was in high school. He said the one time he was in love, um, it was his last relationship. He said they had a good foundation of friendship. They knew about each other's past and triggers and they had a really thorough understanding of each other. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And they were able to be vulnerable. As far as what it takes to fall in love, Michael says you need to be vulnerable. And she asked him if he's been vulnerable or if he's being vulnerable right now. He says they (laughs) haven't had those conversations. And I was a little confused because at the pool he was talking about somebody who passed. (laughs) He just (laughs) mentioned somebody in his life who passed. And then when they were at the waterfall, didn't he say something about... (laughs) <laughs> about when he was on the bus and you know that kid beat him up and stole a cd yeah or something he shared and... he sh- he shared stories from his life so i'm not sure why at this point she's asking if he's been vulnerable and why he's saying we haven't had those kind con- like why he's confirming what she thinks um just seems a little a little weird uh she says she wants to <laughs> she wants to know why what what's stopping this conversation? Why haven't you been able to be vulnerable? And this is really a situation where you have to read the room, um, because she she is why he hasn't been vulnerable. I'm sure you all know that. He says he planned to be vulnerable on day one, like this was his plan going into the marriage, but he hasn't taken those steps. So, what I realized from this is he has a total different understanding of vulnerability than I do. I think he's been vulnerable. Anytime you tell me about everybody in yeah. life that's passed away. I would consider that vulnerable, but he's not registering that as vulnerability. So is he emotionally unaware that that's vulnerability or does he just feel like it's routine run of the mill? Like it's not traumatic. That's a great, that's a great point. I mean, 
Michael is just, I feel like in, when they, when they have these questions and when they do like this whole conversation about love and blah, 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 blah it's so interesting where like no one mentions like therapy or like any type mm. of like, um, yeah, you know, this was tough, but you know, I went to therapy or like, yeah, you know, my brother, I was know, like, in all therapy, these seasons, it's, it never comes up. It doesn't. That's telling. It's just very interesting. Uh, I wonder so. if that's being cut out or if that's truly yeah. not happening for most of these people. It's just so strange. It's just really weird. You would think with these repeated deaths, the school or somebody would be like, oh, we're right? going to recommend therapy or like you would, there has to be some kind of intervention or like even the guidance counselor or like some kind of support group or I don't know. This is beyond a support I... group. I mean, but something <laughs> has nothing. Has he never I mean, that's like, had the time to process that in his but life. That's truly my, my question is like in all of this, I'm like, he's made no mention of therapy. Like he's just saying, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I need I need I need to know. Um, yeah. I also thought it was interesting how in this conversation she focused on his like him being vulnerable instead of like, you know, have you felt like I've been vulnerable? Have you felt like we've been vulnerable together? She mm-hmm. never really is putting on him as always. She's never putting on herself. She's always like, yeah. well, do you think you've done this? Do you think like she's always just very reflective to I him mean that's always how that's why she's so similar to Lindsay sometimes that they both never yeah. they both never see what they're doing it's just what their spouse is doing or what their spouse is or isn't doing yeah so true. I don't like true, it true 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 so yeah so then Speaking we of- transition into Mark and Lindsay um he is making her burgers um she says that she likes her burger medium um, they're eating, and he asks her if she likes it. Apparently, it's like leather, but she's still appreciative. Sometimes oh, you just goodness. gotta. Sometimes you just gotta she lie. Just girl. Don't say nothing. Sometimes you just gotta lie. Um, he says, "Fine," <laughs> or just say it's good. Thank you. I'm so glad you cooked. Like it's like leather. Mm-hmm. Like that's you don't need to say she's that. Very descriptive with her words. She needs to rein it in. Like if someone tell me that the burger I just cooked them is like leather. I'd be like, we'll just throw the shit away. And then Maybe while you're at it, have to eat it, you could throw yourself away as well. <laughs> like, it's just too much. Um, <clears throat> so then they talk about the love questions. Um, Lindsay has been in love before. She had a high school sweetheart. Then an adult love. She moved to New York for a guy. And he was very supportive of her. Blase, blase, blase. Mark says that <clears throat> he's been in love, but it, and I, if, correct me if I'm wrong, this, I was really having trouble following him. It seems like he never really moves on from like the past relationships or like he's always looking back on his past relationships being like, Oh, that could have been better. So he's like constantly like, yeah, I think he's like reanalyzing and like, yeah, maybe I should like may, knowing what I know now, maybe I can go back into mm-hmm. that relationship, which is interesting. Um, Lindsay says that when she makes those decisions that someone's wrong for her, then she moves on period. Like she's not, you know, looking backwards. I I believe her too. Um, Lindsay says that she thinks his version of love is settling. Yikes. Um, Mark says that it takes time for him to fall in love. He has to build a foundation, patience, time. Lindsay needs, um, consistency, um, a spouse who's present, who shows her that they care, who doesn't withdraw, who doesn't walk away, who doesn't shut down from conflict. Someone who stands mm-hmm. up and shows out. 
So basically everything that they experience at the bowling alley, she needs <laughs> the opposite. Um, she says that she doesn't know if they can fall in love yet. She needs him to put her first and she hasn't gotten that from him as of yet. Mm. So again, it was all things that Mark could do better. Nothing about Lindsay and what she could do. So, yep. There's that. Sounds about right. It's unfortunate. (laughs) That's how you feel about Mark and Lindsay. You know, Lindsay... Girl, she exhausts me. It was just a I lot. Just, She's always talking, and it's just a lot of words. Ten. It's just a lot oh, of words. Oh, that reminded me. Speaking of always on 10, I was feeling before this episode that Elijah was always on 10. But in this episode, in these scenes that we've just seen, I felt like he was a lot calmer. And I wondered, like, is he just high, maybe? Or is he just really who? not happy with Wait, the relationship? Elijah <laughs> I was like, why is he so calm? Um I don't know, girl. It seems like the the cooking, cleaning, cleaning, cooking is really is really taking a toll on him. <laughs> okay. So Lindsay could should maybe find where are they at Boston? Is marijuana legal in Boston? Oh it is. It's legal know. in Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah, fun yeah, fact. Lindsay needs to find her something and, and chill out homegirl is high strong and exhausting which is strange is because scared. she's she says she goes to therapy so it's like well she goes to therapy for what i mean I, I thought she did say that maybe i maybe i misinterpreted oh, it maybe you projected that she needs yeah therapy maybe yeah maybe i was saying that she needs <laughs> therapy i don't know i mean <sighs> she seems like a person who would go to therapy and not listen to a therapist so i would mm, i could true. see Honestly, I, I can't can imagine. Honestly, I don't think she's been to therapy because usually, like, you're a little bit more self-aware of like what you could do better, and like she is, not, she hasn't said anything about what That's she. That's what do. I mean. I think she'd Nothing. be the kind of person to go to therapy and be like, "Therapist is wrong. They don't know shit." Da, da, yeah. da, da, and she just go along her merry way because she doesn't listen to any fucking body. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <sighs> the girls have decided to. I guess we have a girls' date and a guys' date. Mm-hmm. The girls go to get their nails done. Lindsay is already on 10 saying mm-hmm. that she's scared to see Katina. Um, then she says something about they're going to get their claws sharped in a small room. I don't know if that's a cat reference or what. That was so fucking weird. I was like, weird. what does that even mean? That they're going to scratch <laughs> each other, I guess. I, what? That's the thing. I feel like she's planning to antagonize <laughs> Her. based so on what weird. she's saying like how she's feeling going into it, i'm like girl you're not coming with the right energy um yeah they go to get pedicures it looks like yeah we have jasmine and katina on one side and noi and Lindsay across from them it seems mm-hmm. what was um, katina wearing do you recall oh man did you see me tweet about this <laughs> no <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I was like, Katina's outfits confuse me. What's confusion? Um, what confusion? Because I don't really remember. I guess she was wearing like a little, another little two-piece outfit, mm-hmm. like in the kitchen scene. But this outfit, at first I thought it was a dress, and then I was like, it's a, another two-piece outfit. So if y'all saw it, it was like uh, one sleeve blue with 
uh, like black or gold or something like accent. Yeah. What do you what do you what do you recall? <laughs> it was interesting, and I remember tweeting about. It and I was like, was it is... interesting? I'm just so tired of it. These wasn't outfits. the good interesting. I was these just like, outfits on her. Here she go. Everything and pardon me, guys. You may not appreciate this type of language. Everything just looks so cheap. Just, just, just polyesters, just tight fabrics. Everything's a two piece or so super short. Like, I don't know where she, I do know where she's getting this, this clothing from. And I just, I'm tired. I'm just really tired of seeing it. So it's just not as, I mean, again, like I said before, I feel like her coming on the show, she made a bunch of like outfit purchases without really considering that they would kind of all look the same mm. or that I'm gonna see if I can find them right be, now that they would not be like good quality or like maybe I could do you know like Jasmina has had put some cute things together like yeah yeah you know, some shorts and a little crop top and it, it doesn't have to be difficult mm-hmm. but Katina's Alas, choices are, are giving me you found it no, 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 but oh, I will. Oh. <laughs> it might be on Dr. Viviana's style page, you know? She might be <laughs> She might be linking to the outfits. Didn't you say that was happening in last week's episode? Like, yeah. the rerun or something? Ooh, we're so shady. Keep us, I'm just keep saying, us. These, these outfits, they're not giving... I mean, honestly, it may be because you know Dr. Viviana loves a Shein purchase, so who knows? Maybe they're, maybe they're getting it. Let's she move does. forward. Let's I think she just forward. purchased like a big bulk of clothing, and I don't know how much money she makes or whatever. But I want us all to look our quantity. best. Yes, I want us all to look our best, you guys. That's all we want. Looking your best is hard because she just. You remember last week? She her hair wasn't right, and she was wearing that. Honestly, her hair is never right. I... Now she has a different wig on. So yeah, at least it's I think fresher. it's like you know, fix one thing and then like. It's it's a process. I think Elijah want to stress her out. Because <laughs> the, the way she was she touching just... her hair, I was like, "Girl, that's that's a wig." But I mean, I can't imagine if if it were your real hair, you'd probably you'd probably be looking it out. Oh, yeah, goodness. I think she she is stressed, and so, yeah, it's hard yeah. to make a good decision when you're stressed. But this outfit that she had, it was like as uh, as many the other, all they all look the same, and they all yeah. Just, this one was like two piece, like skirt again, good. tight. She's not she doesn't have a lot of weight on her, so all of it's like small and tight. Um, there's not a lot of flow to the clothing, or like you know. Mm-hmm intricacies it's just and it's it's unfortunate because i could see her in like a really cute like high-waisted denim like a little belt with like a white top like or she had someone to style her she would look amazing like she like it doesn't take much you know like it's just keep it simple keep it chic like just you know less is more in this case, um, you know, if the experts were more involved and Dr. Viviana was styling people like apparently no, she tried no, to do, no, no. <laughs> she could be a friend to Katina. Mm-hmm. I don't want Dr. Viviana styling anybody. You don't I'm think sorry. Dr. Viviana's outfits are better than Katina's? I guess. I think they're better than Katina's. I don't. Dr. Viviana is not a style icon to me. Like her whole. She's not style... a style icon, but I feel like she. I don't know. Some can of her, pick something that looks more flattering for her. Yeah, mind. I think she can find more flattering things. There, some of her latest um, outfit choices on Instagram. I'm like, mm-hmm. let me see. I like this little pink jumpsuit. It looks too big for her. 
I guess this was the matchmaking special look. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. She it, it it comes and goes with her. Something that was really interesting yeah. in this scene. Um, before the girls got there, Jasmina was talking to Katina and Jasmina asked her if Katina talks to anyone. And Katina says that Noi will DM her um, and she doesn't talk to Lindsay. And I thought that was interesting. Like, so these girls are mm-hmm. not like the Houston gals who like hang out mm-hmm. and like, They're like each other. Like, that. I don't think these girls really hang like that. <laughs> and you see this, even as they're talking, Jasmina is not, Jim is, is not engaging in the conversation. No, no. She's looking She's away. Not there. Katina, Elise is trying to have the decency mm-hmm. to. She did good with Lindsay. She did. I was look at her trying to be a grown up. Mm-hmm. I knew she was a grown up, even though Lajuan told us different. Yeah, like, she said, "Look, when we on camera, I'm a, I'm gonna put an effort." So I appreciate yeah. it. With um, a lot of their conversation. Lindsay's asking questions. People are responding, talking about inner child stuff. Yeah, that was weird. So Noi said that apparently she, uh, Noi must be very active on the social media. Um, Because Lindsay said that she really liked what she posted about how Noi said, when you marry someone, you marry their inner child and their belief systems. I don't Mm. like Noi. I really don't like Noi. I think she's (laughs) full of shit. And this social media shit gonna get her in some trouble. Stop posting. She needs to step away. <laughs> Stop posting about marriage. Thank you. Yeah, it's the timing isn't great, you know, for her to be posting these kinds no, of things. It's not. Um, Just stop, please. So that's Thank what you. the girls are talking about. We do see the men are on. A whole nother date. They're at some kind of archery. That looks amazing. Pat, that looks like so archery or something. Much fun. It does look really fun. Mark is apparently a sharpshooter. He's hitting everybody with his <laughs> his arrows, and everyone is kind of dodging him. But it looks like they're having a good time. Yeah. Um, overall, the guys. I feel like with the guys, it's always lighter. Like, ain't nobody talking about inner child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's Just having inner a good child time. Is who's like the girls sitting here trying to do a deep dive, and the men are like, you know, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Lindsay asks the group if anyone is growing in intimacy. Katina says the light is flickering off and on. She's much yes. more alive with this group of girls than with her husband. Um, you see more of her personality. Mm-hmm. This is also when Jasmina is just not answering. Yeah, anything. Jasmina's not there. <laughs> She's just like, eh. not with us. Not yeah. there. Sorry. The guys are talking after their round. Um, it looks like they kind of look at a table situation. Alajuan is telling everyone that <laughs> he feels like he's babying her and he's having a difficult time with her not making these changes that he's requested that she makes. Um, Michael is kind of like, you know, dude, you don't, he doesn't want him to like bottle this up because Alajuan is sitting here looking like he is <laughs> <laughs> looking like he's on the verge of tears. And he's honestly, looking like this is like the worst thing ever. And this is where we see his hairline. Oh, so let's mm-hmm. discuss really quickly because I'm not understanding what's going on. Is it uneven? <laughs> he wants to hold on to it is the big problem. But it's like one side's longer than the other or like one side's coming up and the other side's not. Who, what kind he, of barber? Who cut his hair? Did he cut his hair? What are y'all doing up there in Boston, y'all? What's going on? Can someone no share one. with us? Because that would not no fly down here. Like that, his hairline is like, <laughs> it is so 
bad. And like, I couldn't even like take notes and like hear what he was saying because I was so distracted. And it's like, is no one else seeing, is Michael not seeing this? Isn't there like a bro code where like you pull him to the side and be like, whoa, like what well, the Michael fuck is got going a whole, on? He's balding in the back of his head. As so well, he should so. be able to relate and be like, hey, I see some things. This is yeah. stressing me out. It's stressing Somebody me out. on Reddit has, on that same scene that I told you he looked high. Mm-hmm. Somebody on Reddit has, what's higher? O or O's hairline? Oh, no. And Oh no! It's like a meme. But which is? I mean, but which? I mean, that's the thing. Somebody else legitimate question. He seemed really high in those scenes. I'm glad Reddit agrees. I thought thought he was just chill. I thought he was just chill. But I guess well, maybe he needs to be high high often, more often. If you watch him and the way he's responding to her and his eyes, like this man is. This is not the time to talk to him. Well, this um, still again, we still have this this question about the hairline. Like it's not good. The hairline needs to go. He's got to he's got to shave it off. He's got he's got to shave it off. Yeah. And if you we were a barber that. up there in Boston, you need to shave it off for him. Stop. No. Tell him to shave it off. It's time. Is no one on the cast cut hair? They don't. No. Like it's just they don't. <sighs> it's I'm, okay. it's a disgrace. His friends and his family ought to be ashamed. Y'all ought to be ashamed, for real. Yeah. It's not great. Um, it's not good. He's telling them that he expects the house to be clean. Uh, Michael, we hear him telling the guys that he needs to be vulnerable so that she will. Like, Michael needs to be vulnerable so that Jasmina will be vulnerable. I don't know what mm-hmm. one thing has to do with the other. Because <laughs> he's spoken to her about many different different difficult things she hasn't given him anything i don't even know if he knows that her mom abandoned them and that her dad you know i don't know how much he knows about her life i would assume not much because it's tense um we hear steve tell everyone about the whole noodle gate situation and how that went over um very interestingly mm. noi tells the women or before I switch back to Noi, there is a small part of Elijah also telling these men that he's beat or that he's beat down or something like that. Like he just can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's, just, it's just really dramatic. It's just really wow, really dramatic. Uh, Noi tells the ladies about the Noodlegate situation, and she says, you know, when she came back after being gone for twenty four hours, he was really upset and he looked like he was gonna cry. Um, because he was he was frustrated. Well, she doesn't say it was because he was frustrated. She says he loves her because he didn't want her to be silent and not engage with him. Not engage with her. Not engage with him. <laughs> Whatever. So, okay, y'all. Now, Noi, we've talked about this before. She's a little ditzy. She's really trying to filter everything through this love lens mm-hmm. and him being upset that you stormed out of the house and took your dog for 24 hours does not equate to him loving you him telling you like this is not acceptable mm, i don't know if that actually equates to to him loving you but this is for her this realization that he loves her because this uh, he was mad i don't even understand 
Like when mm-hmm. she said that, I was like, what are you talking about? Like Noi is a child. Like this is it just maybe it's just the immaturity. But like that doesn't mean that he loves you. That means that he was upset. You pissed him off. Well, this is this is the thing, especially with her being very emotionally immature and him mm-hmm. talking to her like that. Someone had said that it seemed like he was talking to her like he was like the parent of the situation. Right, and so right. I don't know a lot about Noy's family, but maybe in her mind she's like, oh, well, he took the time to explain to me so he loves me or like he mm. was upset. And, you know, like parents would be like, I'm telling you this because I love you. Steve didn't say any of that. So no. to me it just feels like <laughs> maybe a little bit more of a projection or her thinking like, well he that really upset him so i know he really cares right but it feels like a reach a big yeah, big it's a huge reach reach yeah i agree um i don't know if any of the girls said anything back after she no said, I think it was they gone. didn't uh, they were just like mm. oh, girl <laughs> which is interesting i mean this dynamic between these women they don't like it i don't know if they I don't think they... I'm not going to say they don't like each other, but they, they're they not connecting. Yes. I think it's very hard to connect based on the instances they've had together. Like, this whole plane ride, and then <laughs> they were on that catamaran. Like, it's it's been difficult to I don't know what is. I don't know what the vibes are in Boston, but... I, yeah. Sounds like it's a chilly city. <laughs> I mean, Jasmine doesn't open up... Katina and Lindsay aren't a thing. It's just, it's hard. Alyssa thinks she was Jasmina's best friend. I just don't know about these people. Yeah, it's tough. <sighs> so then, I believe we transition into Mark and Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So they're at a sushi place. Mark takes her to a very fancy sushi place. Apparently, Lindsay loves sushi. She could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, she so wants dramatic. Yeah. She wants Mark to try some raw sushi. And she says, and I quote, Mark is a little kid and I love it. Hmm. Um, she likes to embarrass this man. Lindsay, um, Mark says that Lindsay is the only girl that he's ever attempted to try all these new foods for. Um, and you know, they're eating sushi. He's, you know, <laughs> I guess it's like a comedy montage you know he's trying to ew and then he gets out his fork and knife and she's just kiki and like oh, the baby doesn't know how to eat sushi oh so then <laughs> sorry guys that's weird um so then mark starts talking to Lindsay. <laughs> sorry it's just like because she really is treating him like a child. And it's just like, let's see, this is so cringe. It's emasculating. Yeah, right? And it's like he doesn't even, does he not notice? Or is he just thinks they're just having a good time? I think he's just prefer her to be laughing than attacking Yikes. him. Yikes. So this That's point. tough. Um, so then Mark says that, you know, Lindsay has been super committed to the process and she kept on doing nice things, even when times were tough. And he apologizes for all the times that she was hurt and he promises not to cause her any more pain. Um, and then he lets her know that he doesn't notice every, that he does notice everything she does. And she is appreciative. She is appreciate. Wait, she is appreciated. She is appreciative. 
she's actually appreciated. she's appreciated i guess i don't know it was hard for me to say that because it's just tough <laughs> for me to really wrap that in my well, brain um and she is cared for apparently i'm sorry guys i don't think he truly believes this so it's just hard for me to say um she says that she feels the same about him and once again says that he's not used to having someone do something for him and she's happy to be that person so again she is reiterating that like mark has no one but her you know like mark is just down bad out here he ain't got no mama no daddy no grandma it's just her in the roach infested apartment and the cats and she is here to pretty much just you know just take him away from all that and you know take Mm-mm. his life from chaos he needs to recognize the sign of abuse she's trying to come in as the white savior like here i am i'm glorious i will save you from everything painful in your life and mm-hmm. you need me to save you run run mark run. it's unfortunate it's it's tough <sighs> It's tough. We go from one chaotic situation to the next. Um, Jasmina and Michael, we see them. Uh, she has set up this space in their apartment, Jasmina's gym, or the Jasmina gym or something like that. Uh, he's Y'all know he's a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Apparently with these weird work hours, he's wanted her to go to the gym. Um, she doesn't work out is what they both told us which it seems strange mm, not shocking um, she's so high strong <laughs> i just i guess i feel like everybody works out on some level but to to hear someone say like i don't work like i don't, I don't it know makes sense for her. her it makes sense for her honestly <laughs> she could she could um, probably she'd probably do wonders you know just a little bit of cardio and that's what she needs so (laughs) she says the purpose of this gym is to work on communication and vulnerability that is she meant for michael to work on communication right and then how okay i guess so she's she's being playful but it's very clear that she doesn't know what she's doing like how to do basic body weight exercises much less things with equipment um yeah that's the thing i'm like you have you never and someone on twitter was like girl we learned how to do these exercises in school like like you can't do a Um, squat or a lunge and she's like doing some weird motion with those bands and i'm like you're about to hurt your knee like stop doing that (sighs) that's the thing that was like so I, it's just hard for me to believe like you've not you don't do <laughs> any kind of physical activity where you would have some kind of knowledge of how your body works but anywho it's it's rough so um at some point she's skipping down the hall <laughs> skipping down the hallway come back up he just looks really amused um but you know he can't tell that she's doing the things wrong because she'll bite his head off right um (laughs) she ends up having them doing some stretching apparently neither of them are flexible but this is like their opportunity to connect and be open that's what she how she so weird (laughs) she says she wants to speak about his family and his childhood which again i feel like it just puts a lot of responsibility on him. Mm-hmm. He tells the story of his brother getting shot. It was very traumatic. Ultimately, this was awful. This was and honestly, the, like I didn't want to see this. I don't. Mm. 
okay, here's the thing. Like, Lifetime, Married at First Sight is not the show that I feel like is able to really offer space for conversations like this. And it just felt very mm. exploitive. Like, I just felt really bad for him. Like, there's no way that they, that they were able to offer him any sort of, like, support other than, oh, sorry. And, like, I just yeah. didn't I just didn't like it. I felt like it was in poor taste for them to air that. Yes. I feel like it, especially, like, as he began to react to it. So he kind of yeah. gave, like, the the uh, play-by-play of the story. This, you know, his older brother um, who would come late at night and bring them food and stuff. So it's usually an exciting thing. Mm-hmm. One night someone's knocking at the door. He assumes it's his brother is not. Someone telling him his brother's been shot in the street. Um, he essentially tells us he witness, witnesses his brother in the street. His mom faints. It's just very awful, hard. And it, truly awful. As he's describing it, you can see him kind of reliving it, yeah. which is a very hard thing um, to do. And as this is happening... Jasmina is sitting there with her blank stare. Um, she's saying, like, it's okay, it's okay, but it's all very dry. She kind of scoots in and begins to, like, pat him on the leg and tell him it's okay. This man is breaking down. Um, yeah, talking about his brother. I just felt so and bad. And remember, the anniversary of the death was, like, what, A couple of days yesterday? Ago, right? Yeah. And when this happened, Michael was... <sighs> what like eight yeah maybe i mean yeah i think he was like eight or nine so definitely formative years and to see his dead brother yeah just like on this the is his older brother awful who he looks up to and not seeing his family cope well with it you know it's very hard and then after that you know he used he kind of went into like after that every couple of years he lost someone yeah. So this was like the the kickoff for him of like this large grief period with him losing his mom and his grandma and like all these other people in his life um so getting really vulnerable and jasmine is really not giving him a lot of emotional engagement back however she can really in her talking head she's like i haven't lost a sibling i couldn't imagine what that's like we see her begin to tear up but like you didn't give that to him so that's Mm -hmm. i feel like it's just this is if you want it to empathize with him that would have been the moment like when you were sitting across from him to tell him how hard that would be i mean i at least thought and maybe like they we didn't see this but i at least thought she was gonna like hug him or like i can't imagine if someone is sitting there like telling me about how they saw their you know brother on the pavement like i'm gonna at least like I'm gonna do something with my body touching your body to like yeah. at least let you know that like it's okay like she was just doing the bare minimum and it just made me so angry like this man is literally like crying on camera yeah I mean and that's the thing too like she could have been like do you want is this something you want to talk about right here right now would you prefer to have this a private conversation but she kind of led us into this yeah and you know maybe he needed to take a break maybe he would prefer to you know not have her just sitting there staring at him yeah and people with cameras sitting there staring at him like that's weird i probably would it's have not... been like as soon as he started to cry i would have been like you know what like let's cut here or like can we like get can we have a moment like i don't know if that i don't think i would have want that filmed 
Um, yeah. Just because I feel like it's just a vulnerable place for him. And I don't think that's, I just would have felt uncomfortable. Like, yeah, no. But I just, and that just goes to show, like, she don't care about this man. <laughs> like, she just sitting here exactly. just letting him just, you know, completely fall apart on camera. And it's just like, oh, yeah. sorry you feel that way. Sorry that happened. I mean, that's, yeah. I, I wish she would have been more protective over him in that moment. Um, but she doesn't have very really any awareness of herself either. So yeah, that's true. She just doing what she can. <sighs> the bar is low. Um, but that was a really a really hard moment. Hopefully, Michael acknowledges that that is vulnerability yeah. and that he got no vulnerability back from her. No, um, it was a hard moment for me just because I don't like. Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't like seeing that. I feel like the show is just. I mean, how lower can y'all go? Like, yeah. at this point, like, you've paired, you know, Katina with this verbal abuser, and now we have to watch, you know, Michael just completely fall apart on camera. Just all for y'all's entertainment. It's disgusting. So. Yeah. It's gross. It's not not good, guys. And we go from this bad situation <laughs> to... Oh, Lindsay and Mark. Mm. So they are going on a date. Um... They are going to the batting cages, uh, as we all remember from the um, hazmat scene. Uh, Mark played bas- played baseball for quite some time. He kept all of his baseballs. Um, one thing that he managed to not, you know, get Lindsay to throw away. Um, he played baseball from age five to his senior year of, of high school, and so um, you know they're having a good time. They're you know having a great time. Mark says in his confessional that with Lindsay they have to go one day at a time. And Lindsay says, pretty much echoes the same thing in her confessional. She says that they have to go one day at a time because she's only seen glimpses of the man that she wants. Mm. Hmm. So Sure, girl. So, sure. yeah. So then um, I'm going to take noise, Steve, because I can't do Katina and Alashman anymore. Oh, very briefly before you, <laughs> before you take um, noise, Steve. Uh. Mark is kind of coach, trying to coach Lindsay how to hit a baseball. Not rocket science, but she needs <laughs> help, I guess. Um, when she watches him swing, she says that it looks powerful, and she wants him to use that strength Yo. on her. Yeah, Again, I couldn't. Just being... I couldn't say that. I, I have it in my notes, but I, I just couldn't. Her being continued with this inappropriate sexual rhetoric that she's doing okay but i, I mean she just to... wants him to just plow into her it seems just be a man you know just hit me hard goodness that's rough <laughs> i wonder if she's like i just need some dick you know she was walking around, <laughs> well i mean she kept around. saying i have small balls and i'm like so do we want big Girl, balls? Your mind like i don't even know what does that mean i don't know she's weird <laughs> tell us about annoying steve and all okay all the so boring things that happen in this scene they are having some sort of picnic on the beach i don't know where this beach is um but it looks a little There's a lot chilly of in boston it's a little chilly um apparently it's their three-week anniversary he pops the married at first sight champagne it almost hits her in the head um he kisses her on the head i thought that was sweet that was really cute yeah, I was like, Steve, I was like, you don't, she don't deserve you. Um, she says that, um, Steve says that he likes being married so far. 
and they talk about their favorite memories. Noi's favorite memory was the honeymoon. She really liked the waterfall and the wedding because she really liked meeting him and his family. She says that in the past, um, she's liked to spend a lot of time by herself. And usually in past relationships, she would spend like a day by herself. And she says that she doesn't need that with Steve. Although one might say that she did spend a day by herself when she ghosted him, what, a couple mm. days ago? So, I mean, I don't know. Um, he says his favorite part was the wedding uh, when they were dancing. He really loved seeing her have a good time. And he also liked the waterfall um, and when the, when the fish bit his toe. <laughs> So then he says that when they were having their picnic in in Puerto Rico, when she said that she was um, kind of in love with him, but not really, he wasn't ready at the time. But now he says that he is ready to tell her that he loves her. Mm. I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I wish Steve hadn't done this. What do you mean, dear? I just don't like, first of all, I'm, I'm very like literal. So when someone says, I love you, I'm like, okay, so do you love me or are you in love with me? Because I truly believe those things are, are, are different. And so mm-hmm. I can't tell if he's in love with her, if he loves her, or if he's just saying it because it's an accelerated process and he knows that she needs to say it because Steve is not an idiot. He's smart. And yeah. I, think he senses that she needs to hear that from him and so it makes Mm -hmm. me wonder if he even really feels that way or if he's just saying it because they're on a tv and it's like accelerated process and she'll probably be a little bit nicer to him if he says it Mm. (sighs) yeah i mean i I don't know i I could be wrong i I don't know it just seemed very convenient i guess yes didn't Um. it (laughs) <laughs> like I was just like, mm. yeah, just kind of like, oh well, since we talk about this every fucking day, let me just get you off my back about it. Yeah, because Steve, again, Steve is not a fool. Like he's very smart, he's very intuitive, and I think he knows what he's doing. Do I think he loves her? No, I don't. Mm. I'm sorry, yeah. but I I don't. So, but whatever I think you know, he's wanting to. Yeah, but I feel like there's also that pressure. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So yeah, that was all I got from them. Okay. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We all saw that. Yeah. Um I'm sorry, I sometimes I just be like mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um okay, so we go to Katina and Elijah. At this point he has arranged a date for her. Um the date is they're gonna learn to cook. <laughs> shocker although i love a cooking class i think i don't think a cooking class is the issue i just feel like this is very <laughs> I, I do very backhanded he's like look insulting. i'm gonna get you in this kitchen one way or fucking another okay you're not gonna have any excuses get when you're done in with the me. kitchen so um <laughs> cook me food <laughs> cook me he tries to make it cute and he's like well i know she loves seafood and he's a salmon i I saw somebody like what is salmon Uh, i know she loves salmon (laughs) shut up just stop talking please (laughs) salmon 
look at that. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I know she, I know she, she says she wants to cook salmon, but she hasn't cooked it yet. So we got some, some shrimps and sal- some salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Great. He said they haven't had any Sounds seafood great. the entire time they've been married. Even say it was in Puerto Rico, but maybe not. Well, she didn't cook it, Jade. She got to cook it. That's right. So they didn't have any. Okay. <laughs> Silly me. Forgot. Um, so he says, he says a lot. And <laughs> at this point, Twitter was, Twitter was hot at this point. So I know it's great, but we'll get it. He says a lot of things. Uh, they cook some shrimp shrimp cocktail appetizer or something like that then they have some salmon and yeah the chef seems great he's teaching them how to do things you see them taking turns um shaking the pan and putting salt and whatever <laughs> then we get to the meat of why we're here so they get to the part where they sit down and eat the food they've cooked um he makes a comment before that saying that he wants her to stop waiting for him to tell her what to do and tell her to just do stuff know what he wants mm-hmm. like know his expectations um he as they start trying the foods that they've cooked he starts making making a lot making over these these dishes he's like oh this is so good like this is the best like mm-hmm. you haven't oh, fed me says, like this if you cook like this you'll have three rings on your finger for real manipulative i'm glad you got that note i heard that didn't take the note i was like this man is insane <laughs> three rings uh, yeah so he starts <laughs> he starts going in on her Ooh, he's like Lord. she helped me plan my house warming so i was like hold on this ain't even your house this is the mutual apartment <laughs> the mutual apartment <laughs> it's the breath of it she because he's saying like oh well she didn't uh go pick up all the things that they had, y'all remember they ordered chicken from like the grocery store. Chicken, looks and gross. he says that he says that her friends picked up things for the party, and she's like, "Well, I told them what to pick up, and they did it because they were coming to the house." And he's like, "Well, I then got the chicken for you, and so you didn't do anything by yourself. Like you can't do anything." He's like really harping <laughs> on this, like you need me, like you couldn't clean the floor, you couldn't put the food together for the housewarming yeah blah 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 he's concerned that she can't do anything independently um and you know he says that he bought a home read us the verbatims yes he says verbatim he is still learning but when it comes to marriage some things he expected her to already have does she have that base is she woman Mm. is she enough woman for me as a wife hmm and he says he bought a home, paid off his loans, and she's still working on those things. And it's fine because she's bettering herself. But what can she do independently on a wife level that has him satisfied? He's asking the hard questions, you guys. Are these the hard questions? <laughs> y'all, I'm, 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 y'all know I'm being sarcastic. Like, this Goodness. is just misogyny on display here. Like, get it's the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Bad he said that he doesn't think she him. has enough life experience he cares for her but it bothers him because he doesn't know where she stands is she a fast learner he needs to know who he is married to who is she why is he on this so then poor katina i mean she's completely Goodness. just distraught um she's in her confessional and she just starts to cry and i just again like this episode yeah it was just so 
heavy and bad. Like everyone was yeah. crying or just in a bad place. And like them capturing her just breaking down. And she says, it just makes me feel bad. That's mm. awful. No one's going to step in yeah. and like, <sighs> I just can't, y'all. It's yeah. just so bad. And like my whole it's thing is this, really like to watch. I totally understand, you know, we're from the South. And so like, I'm, you know, from the deep South, I guess. And so I get the whole notion of like cooking, cleaning, <laughs> cleaning, cooking. Um, and I get that, but there has to be some sort of like compromise and communication. If she's going to be cleaning, then you cook. Or if she's going to be cleaning half the time, then you clean half the time. Like there has to be some sort of like give and take. You guys are partners here. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's not really doing a good job of like, he's not hearing the partner. He's just hearing she's my wife, but really it's a partnership. Like, let's take husband and wife out and just be partners here. Like, what can you do? What can I do? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, like, and I just feel like... What if we like, both play to our strengths? Right. Like, what are her strengths? And, like, maybe, you know, she doesn't know what her strengths are yet. It's three weeks in, but, like, maybe they can find those out. Like, I just feel like he has these antiquated views of, like, of these, like, gender roles. And, like, you mm. know, I I feel like we are in a different time (laughs) and Mm -hmm. while I understand you know wanting to be with someone who likes to cook and clean I get it but you know there are some battles that we don't have to like fight like we're not our parents generation so like if she don't want to clean then she can hire someone to clean like if she if she wants to do hello fresh meals then like she can do that like it doesn't have to be like we don't have to work like harder. Like let's just work smarter together. So like, yeah. I don't, again, that takes communication. So I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on here. It just makes me very sad. Yeah. I think she, I mean, he's succeeding in like breaking her down. And even with this, this conversation, um, or I guess this part that he said earlier of, love isn't on the table i feel like that he's trying to weaponize that love like i'm withholding love until i know that you can care for yourself or whatever like Mm -hmm. you you, i'll never love you like this i feel like that's really manipulative and abusive um yeah especially like as she was telling him about her history of being an abusive relationship i don't know if this is the first time she's told him about it or what but He's not necessarily tuned into that or attentive to that, which I think Mm -hmm. is going to do her more harm um, in the long run. Yeah. It's just just really sad. Honestly, this was just a tough, it's just a tough episode. Like it was just a lot of trauma and a lot of just sadness. And I just, you know, I just want everyone to be well. So I don't know, you guys, it's a very somber way to end the episode, but Jade, are you watching anything exciting this week? Oh, really quickly. He also reminded her that he has to keep her grounded. I didn't like that. Didn't like it. I feel like that's a way to tell someone, like, I can't let you think you're good. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm going to remind you of all your shortcomings or whatever. It's just, it's really abusive. <clears throat> Sorry, am I watching anything? Yes. Um, did you tell me about Ready to Love before? 
Yes, I did. Okay, great. I was like, I think that was Tamara that told me that. <laughs> I've so, watched y'all. the first two seasons. <laughs> y'all know I'm a TLC girl. And um, I was on TLC Go, the little app, and... I don't know. Somehow I stumbled upon this Ready to Love show, and I was like, this seems kind of familiar, but I hadn't watched it before. So it's basically a dating show for, like, older black people. So it's, like, all black dating show. Think of, like, Flavor of Love or things like that, but, like, older. So everyone's, like, at least 30. Um, I think from, like, 30 to, like, 55, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So there's a group of men, group of women, and in the first season, which is all I've seen so far, I haven't finished it um, just yet, but I'm close. I'm really, really close. Um, the women narrow the men down to three men, and the men begin to narrow the women down. It's a ride, y'all. It is. It's something. It's not a whole lot of like drama, which I appreciate because I don't want to see. Um, people being portrayed <laughs> poorly. Um, if they can help it, but I do yeah. think with this show, a lot of the women carry themselves well and how they interact with these men and even how they interact with each other. Um, now these men, these men are mostly, most of them are carrying themselves well, except for, uh, one particular character. Um, who just, you know, young, young and dumb, not that young though. Cause everybody's above 30, but just not emotionally mature. Um, so I'm enjoying it. I think it's a it's a fun watch. Uncle or not Uncle nephew Tommy is on there. Yeah, if you know who that is. annoying. He's annoying like to him. you. Yeah, I don't like. It's him. it's a lot of energy um, <laughs> with him. It's too much for me. He's the host. Um, but if y'all like nephew Tommy and you know Steve Harvey and those kind of Ugh. personas, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just gonna keep quiet. He's there. He's not the focus of the show. The people are the focus of the show. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool show. I'm enjoying that. I'm almost finished with the first season. They have like five seasons to watch. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be on this for a while. They have a lot. So next time y'all see me, I'll probably still be watching it. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm taking in to my life right now. What about you? What's coming on your TV screen? Um, so lately I was watching Abbott's, um, elementary, um, on Hulu. Um, I watched like the first two episodes, like a couple months, like maybe like a month ago in January. Um, and you know, I'm not really, I'm not a comedy gal. Um, so I was like, you know, let me just sit on this for a second. And then I came back and watched like four more episodes and I was like, this is cute. Um, it's not quite the office for me. Just, you know, keeping it frank. Mm -hmm. But I do enjoy it. It's a a good laugh. It's very entertaining. And I love um, Everybody Hates Chris. I love his character. Yes. He's so cute to me. This, it's a really, really fun show. I did see Quinta tweeted that I think they're going on a break for like three weeks and they'll be back. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is is okay. So there's time to catch up. Y'all, the episodes are easy to watch. Yeah. They're pretty light um, and comedic. And again, it's a, I think it's billed as a mockumentary. Um, so really entertaining. Hopefully y'all get a chance to check that out if you just want something easy and light and not heavy. Yes. Because the state of the world is plenty heavy for me. I don't mm-hmm. need a whole lot of extra heaviness in my um, 
TV shows. I mean, I do still enjoy the heavy shows as well. Um, but it's good I to mean, you know euphoria. switch it up. Glad that's over. Goodness, yeah. I just I you, you know I love it a drama, <laughs> so you know I it it doesn't phase me honestly. So uh you know the comedies are usually harder for me to watch just because again I prefer dramas. But you know occasionally I slip a comedy in every now and then. So that's what I'm doing with this show. Um, good, and good. I feel like, am I watching something else? I think that's it for now. Okay. But yeah, guys. Very cool. Oh, man. What an episode. What an episode. I know. Thank y'all for tuning in with us. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter. You never know when I'll be tweeting. I don't even know when Ooh. I'll be tweeting, so. I don't know, I just popped in and I was like, oh, she tweeting tonight. <laughs> oh, you know. So, tweeting is a little bit easier than taking notes. It's just more fun. Um. But you never know. We'll be tweeting. Follow us on Instagram. Um, engage with us. Tell your friends about us. Like, share, subscribe. Um, be good to each other. And take breaks from the media that's going on in the world right now. Just take care of yourself in the midst of, of all that. Anything else? Yep, that's it. All right. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.